Hello, it's this brother Malcolm. Hello, what up, brother? Oh man, Malcolm, this is uh the co-host, Miss uh, Shawana Obi. How you doing, Shawana? Miss Shawana, I'm good. How are you? Wonderful, wonderful. Yes, 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 yes. Both of y'all proper speaking people. They gonna understand <laughs> y'all a lot better than they understand me. <laughs> maybe we'll rub off on you. Yeah, maybe. Nah, it ain't gonna happen. I ain't gonna let it happen. Hey man, I surely appreciate you uh joining in, man. This is uh no problem. Man, hey man, I was telling Shawana just earlier, I don't think I'd have talked to you since maybe 2013, 2014. Man, it's, yeah, it's been a minute. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been a minute. You know, we've been on that grind. That that's how it is. That's how it is. Hey, I'm gonna tell you something. I only have a couple of pictures from graduation. <laughs> And I got uh-huh. this one picture that you and I took uh-huh. down, down there at the Mitchelson. We were like in one of the little uh, little back rooms or something, mm-hmm. and we, we we took a picture together. And I always I look at that picture every now and then. I'm like, man, that's like one of the few pictures that I even got from back then. Exactly. I was like, man, boy, it just uh, man, it's good to hear hear from you, man. Hey, I got a whole list of questions. Hey, Shawana. I'm yeah. Let, well, you know what? I'm gonna start it off, and then you can you can keep kicking on in. All right, bro, okay. brother Malcolm. I got, got my number one. Man, where did you grow up? I don't even know where you grew up, man. Where you grew up? So I grew up in this small um city called Greenwood, South Carolina. It's... Wait, wait. Well, who... Did you just say Greenwood, South Carolina? I did. What you know about that? Shut up. That's where I'm from. Uh-uh. Man. Barry, come on, Barry. Hold on, hey, hold hey, on. How could you hold not on. tell me this? Hey, hey, I'm going to be honest with you. It didn't click until he said it. Oh, my gosh. Malcolm, what's your last name? Akins. Akins? I don't think... Malcolm Aiken. Do you know? I'm Shawana Scotland, huh? So I most people know me as T Mac. A lot of people don't know me by my first name there. Like you grew up all in Greenwood. <laughs> so this how so this was how it went. You know, mm-hmm. I grew up in Greenwood all up in you know until the fifth grade, and I went to Georgia for a year. Came back, did half of six. Went to Georgia again, came back and did seventh grade all the way up until the tenth grade, and I left in the tenth grade, and I uh, went to Mississippi my eleventh grade year. What school you went to? You went to Greenwood High or Emerald? I went to Greenwood, the best there is. I ain't gonna know. Yeah. Let's not. We won't do that right now. Oh, so you're an emerald. <laughs> That's why you don't know me. Oh, but this is yeah, funny. Let's, let's not do all that right now. Um, <laughs> this is funny. Okay. Uh, no, I don't know you, but Barry, I, I don't even understand how you got us both on this podcast. I know. Both being from Greenwood. I, I, I didn't know. I thought he was from Mississippi. I'm so glad I asked that question. No. I thought yeah, you were from Yeah, I'm from G Wood. I'm G-Wood. from G Wood. How crazy is that? That was like, all right. What year you graduated? 2001. See, I graduated in 09. Well, for me, yeah, I figured you were going to say something. Oh, my bad. Way off. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Some years after me, okay. Do you know about the, well, do you know about the Hawkins? Um, I, I worked with a Hawkins. Or the Scott. Um, what Scott? I, um, I'm sure I would know some. Yeah, that's that's mostly my family. Um, the larger okay. part, the Aikens, not really known in 
I'm more okay. of a Scots and the Hawkins family side. Okay. Yep. Well, right, well, real yes. small world. Nice to meet you now that we've gotten that out of the way. Likewise. Okay. That's right. That's right. <laughs> but hey, I'm a, all right, Barry. You can Hey, me. I'm going to ask another question. What, what do people in Greenwood, South Carolina do? <laughs> what, what, so, what did you do when you was a child? So, well, let me make sure how I can politically professionally oh, say boy. this. Yeah. Oh, boy. So, you know, we had, you know, when I was younger, my mm-hmm. daddy kept us in the country a lot. But then as I got older, I will be more in the city limits. You know, I, partic- I participated in a few neighborhood cliques, but I quickly <laughs> learned... I quickly learned that is not my forte. I my um intelligent level was far above the people of my neighborhood to some degree. Not to say any of them are mm-hmm. stupid, but it, it's just more of like I I saw better in myself. Mm. But um, you know, outside you have like little clubs. They have like little teen clubs you go to. You know, they have a lot of meals and factories. But you know, as things got outsourced to different um countries the poverty level definitely starts to increase so you mostly had um the hospital the school system the city jobs were pretty much the big time jobs there and you had a few um mom and pops um restaurants so it's a lot of mom and pops restaurants there's not a lot of big restaurants they're trying to bring in more restaurants but um it's nice, but surprisingly, the housing market is not cheap there. What? I'm kinda, it is not. It is not. You probably you try to find a house for two hundred thousand. It's gonna be like, where they at? Man, mm-hmm. so that might sound like Atlanta then. Oh, Atlanta's a whole different story. Oh no. Okay. Okay then. Okay then. Well, yeah. Okay, man. I got another question for you, man. Hi. Uh huh. How in the hell did you end up in South Alabama, man? So, my father moved me to Pasagula, my there 11th grade year. Uh-huh. He, moved to, he moved me down. And he, so, you know, Greenwood had won the championship in 06. And he, he allowed me to stay there throughout, you know, our championship reign and stuff like that. Then in 07, he moved me to Pasagula. And I did my 11th and 12th grade there in Pasagula. Mm-hmm. Um, and I knew about South Alabama, but are you asking how I got to the university itself? Yeah, got to the so, university itself and then to the College of Nursing. So what happened was I thought, you know, I was too good for community colleges and God, right. had, to, God had to humble <laughs> me because I didn't know nothing about community college. I heard of technical school like, you know, Piedmont Tech and Green, but I didn't know nothing about community colleges you know, Greenwell High never preached on community colleges all about, you know, go big or go home. So go to, you know, big universities and things of that nature. So I took that mindset to Pasagula and I was like, you know, I'm going to go to the big universities, you know, University of Mississippi, University of South mm-hmm. Carolina, you know, big time university, you know, Howard, FAMU, things of that nature. Mm-hmm. Well, turn around, got a car just before I graduate <laughs> and had a job with Walgreens, but I was like, you know, I got into the University of Mississippi. I said, let me go there. But then the job was like, oh, yeah, you can come work. You only need to get 16 hours a month. I'm like, what? Ooh, they ain't going to pay my car note. So right. <clears throat> I went to the community college. And at the community college, 
I got my prereqs in, but also I became like the president of the Honors College. I became the regional regional president of Phi Theta Kappa, which is the International Honor Society, which I was governing about 43 chapters in Mississippi and Louisiana combined, which is about 4,000 people total. And then once I got on my prereqs, USA was across the, you know, the border and right, right. across the street for, you know, Pasagula. And yeah. you get in-state tuition. So I was like, you know, let me apply. But, you know, I always heard South Alabama, you know, it's hard to get in. It's a two-year waiting list. You know, they always spelling mm. people. You know, it's hard to get in. I was like, dang. So I was like, well, let me apply to the community college nursing program and USA. Mm-hmm. Got accepted to both of them. I was like, well, I don't want to do another two years at this community college, but people be talking about it's hard to get in, and it's hard, and I got in, so I was like, I ain't, I ain't no punk, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna go for it. So I went for it, mm-hmm. and I got in, and it ain't no joke. You know, they be trying to weed you out. You know, <laughs> mm-hmm. they be trying to weed you out, and you know, and you know, it wasn't, it wasn't too many of us. It wasn't, it wasn't too many of us. Like we was the only two black guys to graduate, and it was like. Cause I remember looking at the um my graduation picture, it was like three other black females. Everybody mm-hmm. else was our light skinned cousins. <laughs> our light skinned cousins. Mm-hmm. I, t- I tell you what, man, I, I I remember the first time I saw you. I was in I got in the spring semester. Uh-huh. And then I I, I damn never flunked out the first semester. Then the um summer came, I took the summer off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then I came back that fall. I was just taking skills and um and patho. Uh huh. Man, I want to say we was in skills together. We was cause so I came in the fall of eleven, but in the mm-hmm. spring, in the spring I wasn't doing so well when I was starting mass surge. Mainly because trying to travel between Mississippi and Alabama, and you know, one of them instructors that everybody did not like doing a two p.m. to eight to ten o'clock, you know, clinical, and I was just like, I can't keep doing this. Like, so I was like, I had to drop this. So I dropped mm. that semester, uh-huh. and I picked back up. And I think that spring, that's when we we caught back up. The spring of twelve, no, the summer of twelve. Mm-hmm. That's kind of like when we hit our stride. Yeah, boy, I, I'm just gonna say this. I walk into this place and I saw another black face. I was so man, hey, listen, I, boy, hey, I got mm-hmm. so happy. I just boy, listen, <laughs> I'm telling you, because you know, the first day, listen, the first day I walked in, the first day of class of 2011. I was like number 45, you know. I was like, okay, it's 45 people up in here. I'm, well, it's 44, I'm number 45. Mm-hmm. You know, I saw two other black females mm-hmm. and I just started counting. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, it's 113 people up in here. I'm the only black guy. Come on now. And it's it's like 12 black females. Mm-hmm. That's it. And I'm like, I'm the only black male up in this entire <laughs> program. I was like, Mm-hmm. Oh, they let me in just, you know, just oh, for that first. T- yes, sir. On some tokens, though. I was like, what in the world? I'm the only I'm the only black person in this whole program. Like, this is it. But then when I saw you, I was like, thank God there's another brother, <laughs> another brother up in here. It's another mm-hmm. brother. Cause I was like, 
it this can't be right. This can't be. Uh, this can't I, be. I don't think it's that many uh, black guys that want to go into nursing. That's number one. And mm-hmm. then I don't think it's that many that actually apply and can and got the grade. Mm-hmm. I just think it's just a sure it's a sure normal thing. So you know when you get one of us in now, you know we we look. At, I mean we just like everybody. Everybody will be looking for somebody that look just like them too. Exactly. You know, it, it, it ain't no just on black thing, no white thing. It, it just you want to see somebody that look like you, and that's exactly. probably the reason why you know I just went back down there, um, and they got like a diversity opposite now. So somebody had to see the same thing that we talking about now. They had to see the same need. So I know. Um, so uh, you know, I'm, I'm just happy and appreciative that they even um, doing that much and. I, you know what? I will give you her uh, number. The diversity officer now is uh, Shonda uh, Scott. I got her number when I went back home back this uh, past week or so. Uh-huh. So I'll give you her number and I'll introduce y'all or whatever. And, you know, okay. Whatever the case is, you know, if it goes somewhere, it goes somewhere. If it don't, it don't. It don't even matter. But I, I at least introduce you and you can go from now. Okay. Okay. Because yeah. I would definitely say that. In the, especially in the deeper part of the South where the communities are not as much. Mobile is a, it's a nice size city, but it's not a big metropolitan area. Mm-hmm. But, you know, a lot of, especially in the black culture, people think, you know, if a black man goes to nursing, oh, why they going to nursing? Why they can't be a doctor? You know, what, you know that's, that's that woman stuff. You know, I don't do that. Right, right. Not right, knowing, right. like, no, nah, this is still a career field. You know, as a black man, you, you can go into anything that you want to do. That's um, right. Now, I will tell you, when I moved to Georgia, man, the brothers out here, they getting it. They in the mm-hmm. ER, they, they in the ICU, they in management, mm-hmm. they all mm-hmm. across. They don't have that mindset anymore, you know, as far as like, right. you know, oh, no, that's a woman job. Nah, some right. of these same exact people who are in the critical care. Grant, you won't see a lot of them in um, med surge. You're going to see a lot mm-hmm. more of them in that special, you know, either psych ER, ICU, surgicals, things of that nature. So it's definitely mm-hmm. a the largest city. There is a larger representation of color people, people of color within the healthcare. Um, because I would say um at USA when I was there, it wasn't that many. I was it was one black nurse. She had already been retired. No, it was two mm-hmm. black nurses. One of them she already retired, um, but she came back to work. And then outside it, I was again our only black male that I knew on my entire floor. That's right. Now I've, I've seen that they have more diversity within that floor as well as throughout USA. But I think it's because you know people are seeing how you know stable the nursing career is, and that you know you don't have to have this stereotype that oh because I'm a black male I can't be a nurse. Right, right, right. I got mm-hmm. you. I got you. Uh, Shawana, it's on you, baby. What you got? Um, Malcolm, where are you? So working? right now, where I don't work—that's the question. Everybody think I got too many jobs. <laughs> so I'm, I'm feel the same way. So right now, I'm full time in correctional medicine as a nurse practitioner. I'm also okay. full time in an academic ER. Um, I'm sorry, I'll take it back. I'm PRN in an academic ER. Mm-hmm. I'm also mm-hmm. a part time clinical instructor clinical instructor at a community, at a community Mm -hmm. college. Um, I just 
got offered another PRN at an urgent care. And I mm-hmm. also, every now and then, I run an online urgent care for people who either have a high deductible or no insurance. Um, so if they need any type of urgent care needs, they can call me. We can do a video chat or over the phone consultation, mm-hmm. and I take care of them. So, mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, can we just uh, take a minute to respect all the hustle <laughs> hey, that's I know, right? right now? Hey, yeah, I was, I was listening. I was like, damn, like, I need to step my game, but appreciate it. Thank you, mom. Thank you. Man, I, man, I feel like you, you're a hustler, too, but yeah, he got um, me beat. I can definitely identify with, like, all the jobs he does. I think he might have me beat, too. I think I have Ooh, four jobs. Y'all got me um, beat, then. I thought I would be <laughs> mm, That's all right. That's all right. Yes, I can respect thank that you, for thank sure. Thank you, thank you. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I got a question there. for you. Uh-huh. Hey, you can go, and, and Shawana can dive back in because I'd like to take over for some reason. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> when you walk in as a clinical instructor, what do you see in the students that you are that you over that you saw in yourself? I can see their determination to learn. And I can I can see the determination to learn. I can see that they really have that passion to care for someone. And for some of those who look confused, I let them know. I say, "Hey, nursing is a wonderful field. I'm oh. happy. I, I'm happy. <laughs> I'm happy for you all to come on into this field. However, it's also um, I feel where you're not you're not just gonna come in and think you're gonna make some money. Um, you can make money. There is money in making. There is money to be made within nursing. However, um, if you don't have the heart, you will not last. And a patient can tell mm. if you have the heart. And a nurse such as myself, who has the heart, I can tell if you have the heart. You will not mm-hmm. last after two years because you will hate this job. Um, but for those that you know are truly there I can see the determination the way they ask questions the way you know they investigate Um, Mm -hmm. like just recently when I was doing my uh, orientation not orientation my clinical we had to do it virtually so we had to do this whole virtual clinical some of the students I was like oh wow y'all are impressing me like what you are putting your care plans and what you're putting and your assessment, granted, they can't compare to USA. You know, I do feel, you know, <laughs> some of these programs, are, you know, it's not as good as USA. I'm like, we had to do all this. Y'all ain't got to do all this? Like, right. whoa, 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 what's going on? But then again, you know, that's what, seven years ago. But yeah. I let them know and I'd be upfront with them like, you know, this is a wonderful feel, however you will work. Um, but it is a reward in it. It does change you. It does make you a better person. It gives you tougher skin with a more humble heart. Mm. But it's a very rewarding career. And you can, I mean, honestly, you can do anything. Nursing can take you so many places. So many places. Mm-hmm. It, it's just mm-hmm. amazing. Like, you got people who are not even working in the hospital and doing other things within nursing. And some people use nursing as a foundation to do other things, build other so businesses do. and things of that nature. So you know? do. Mm-hmm. So, you know. Okay. Um, so as a black male in this profession, what do you feel like you've had to overcome? Um, what struggles do you feel like you've had um, to get to where you are right now? Um, 
the struggles I had to overcome in this profession, honestly, to be honest. Come on with it. Come on with it now. Since I moved here in Georgia, Uh I've, you know, the different organizations I worked in, I never had any problems with anyone. I've, you know, it was, I always work with nice people. Typically, those people are also of color. Mm-hmm. Also, you know, people of non African American or people who don't have melon within their skin. Yeah, however, political mm-hmm. <laughs> however, people of European descent, mostly males, Uh-oh. are intimidated of males mm-hmm. of color. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My first incident with a male of non-African descent was at my last bedside nursing job. I was in the PACU and oh, he came mm-hmm. in thinking he finna run the place. And everyone knew me at that point. It was like, okay, Malcolm, he gonna pitch in. He gonna help out. He sets the standards like, you know, this is the type of nurse you should be. If you're gonna run something, this is how you should do it. People, you know, I wasn't an official charge mm-hmm. nurse or nothing in management, but whenever I had to fill in, people, things ran well and people respected me. You know, people with right. 15, 20 plus mm-hmm. years would still come to me for help and advice. But right. vice versa, I would still, I would never think mm-hmm. I was one of those nurses who thought they knew everything, but I am one of those people, if I don't know, I'm going to find out so I can know going forward. Mm-hmm. So I remember mm-hmm. this one guy and it just so happened that for the first month and a half to two months, how I scheduled or set up or assignments, I never worked beside him. Mm-hmm. But everybody on the unit was like, Malcolm, he just not doing this. He don't do it like you, but he acting like he's going to be the manager because they told him this and they told him that. Granted, I can see why he would have felt like that because our upper boss was someone of his descent mm-hmm. you Come know fed fed him like oh yeah you're gonna be our manager we like that you have this icu experience blase 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 come in thinking oh you're just gonna have a clipboard and trying to tell everybody else what to do even though you never right. had your experience i don't care about your icu experience or this is a whole totally different beast than what you're used to right so the first mm-hmm. instance was when um i came in and they put a side by side or we was working in the same area and he was so-called charging that day. And I'm like, oh, okay, you know, you know, it's cool. I'm 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 a team player, you know. And one of the nurses, like Malcolm, he done gave me a, a patient, but he's not taking a patient. Because typically, if you pick up the phone, I had it set up, you know, the morales. Like, if you take the phone to answer calls, you take the That's first right. patient. So okay. I, I had it set up like that. No, I mm-hmm. thought, well, no. You're going to take the first patient. I ain't taking no patient because I got to be the charge or whatever the right. case. But, you know, I already set them around. Like, if you have the phone, you take the first patient. It's just common courtesy and professional. Right. Oh, so I tried to go to him. Oh, and he was like, you don't know what you're talking about. I heard about you. You always trying to do that. I said, whoa, <laughs> whoa, whoa. Hold on, homie. I don't, you don't know me and I don't know you. But what you don't want to do is get on my bad side because my thing is I'm just letting you know how it's set up. And I can assure you, no one has ever told you any of those things because I already have morale. I'm like the PACU um, president of practice (laughs) council. I'm going to leadership meetings with the CEOs and the CNOs. Like, like you you ain't had nothing. What you're trying to do, you heard nothing but good things because I'm the the youngest black male on this unit. Actually, the youngest, one of the youngest nurses on this unit. Mm 
you think because your fiance, she's a doctor, a mm. resident doctor, you think you can just come in here and run you like home, you got the wrong person. Mm-hmm. So long story short, throughout this entire fiasco of being there, he always tried to undermine me and I always had to put him in his place to the point mm-hmm. where he even had another mm-hmm. um co-signer. Now this co-signer was of Latino descent, however, he would come say that he's Italian mixed with Cuban um, so he can identify more with the European descent. That's right. That's right. You know, and I'm like, you do have those who are Latin descent. Come on, and think they more. Come on now. Say think, think they more <laughs> European because they can Come possibly, they, they can pass. Right. You know, and I was like, I y'all, y'all, too, y'all barking up the wrong tree because at first you try to be cool with me, but then when all the other, you know, Black males, older black males start to leave out. And, you know, one time you tried to, what did he do? He did something. I was like, hold on, homie. If you got something to say, say it to me. Yes, I gave you a patient, but you don't like trying to snitch on me. Like everyone know who I am. So Mm -hmm. what are you trying to do? You're mad because Mm -hmm. you're getting patients back to back. You got 13 patients within a 12 hour period, but your 13 patients are easy patients. None of them Mm -hmm. are ICU. They're pretty much what we call Mac moderate sedation. Mm-hmm. Um, That's right. Patient, like they literally can wake up within five minutes out of coming from the procedure. But you're counting mm-hmm. my patients, but I'm okay. over here with ICU patients where they're still intubated. Like, dude, of course I'm not going to have a bigger turnaround. But you can continue on talk to the charge nurse to talk to the manager, and like they're going to tell you, you need to go back and see about your patient. I would pretty much tell people, you know, hey, like, because you do have to let people know. You do yeah, have to be do. twice as hard. You do have to mm-hmm. be yes, twice do. as smart and more proficient. And so wherever I went, I had to, you know, be that. Mm-hmm. And when I left yeah. that organization, wonderful organization. Now, don't get me wrong. The organization itself is very diverse. They are for mm-hmm. people of color. Whatever mm-hmm. your lifestyle may be, they are the, I would say, they're one of the best organizations in Metro Atlanta, actually within Georgia itself. Um, okay. Now, I left that organization. Okay. And I went down to South Georgia because I, you know, I feel like you have to sometimes go get that mm-hmm. experience. So I was a first time okay. nurse practitioner in the ER. And Uh-oh. I want to say this, this, you ever heard of Satsuma? I heard Satsuma, Alabama, not Satsuma, yeah. Georgia. No, Sat- I'm trying to compare it to something in Georgia that, uh, in Alabama that we can compare it to. Something like Fairhope. It's one of the counties outside of Mobile. Up, That's right. You know. I know what you're talking about. Ultra conservative. Yes. Kind of up it a little bit. I got yes. It. So, you know, I went down to this, you know, this one ER. And when I tell you. It was the enriched patient, in, the, in, in the Southern culture. They were so rich. They. You know, thought I was everything but a provider. Oh, you the, you know, you the tech. I'm like, I'm the provider. Oh my god. Oh my god. How old are you? Like, mm-hmm. oh, I love your hair. Like, oh, I bet you the only person who. I'm like, I have dreads. I have locks. <laughs> and this is not the only style in the country. But a lot of them were, you know, they had to get used to having a male black provider. Granted, mm-hmm. granted, my mm-hmm. lead, mm-hmm. he was of color. But he was a lighter skin, you know. Mm-hmm. They can pass too to some degree, you know. That's right. That's right. You know. But mm-hmm. you know, a lot of them had to get used to seeing a black male over them as far as their care. And mm-hmm. when they, you know, they, they right. were all hesitant. I would give them that. They were all hesitant. 
But at the end of their visit, they were well pleased. They were like, oh my God, you're probably the best person who you listen to me, you understand. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah. You 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 judge me based off my color. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. oh, and it was his one nurse. Mm-hmm. Everybody thought he knew everything. Mm-hmm. Everyone thought he knew everything. Everyone liked him. And I was like, look, y'all nurses down here, like y'all ain't doing nothing. This ER is not that busy no. to where mm-hmm. y'all running around here with your chicken with your head cut off. But right. I remember this one time mm-hmm. he was down in my area, sitting beside me, and I had called because this person, they somewhat had a fracture, but the x-ray, the the radiologist was CYA. So I'm like, oh, well, you know, if you have pain that persists in seven to 10 days, come back. It's most likely a fracture. It's not a fracture. Well, the radiologist said it could be, it could not be. I'm still going to put them in the splint and have them follow with ortho. That's one of the good pearls that my ER doctors informed me of. So mm-hmm. it was a particular splint that I wanted. And I called, the, um, called for one of the ortho text to come over Uh-oh. and what happened was the way I was trying to explain it this nurse went behind my and I knew he was going to do it just the way he kind of got up mm-hmm. and went behind my back literally he got up and went behind my back went into the main part of the ED to go talk to the, the ER doctor mm-hmm. and um, so I'm here explaining to my ortho tech what I want He's just going to pop up. Dr. Desai says we need to have this. And I was like, I forgot. I said, Nick, I know you didn't just overstep me and go to a doctor. If I wanted Dr. Desai's information or his input, I would have asked for that. I'm the provider over this patient. So don't you ever undermine me and go to anyone unless I ask you to. Oh, he got it. I, I, say I did. I said, he don't you ever. Say don't you ever. Mm-hmm. I'm the provider of this patient. If I need to go to Dr. Dusai, I will go to Dr. Dusai. But granted, he's a person of Caucasian descent, mm-hmm. European descent. And I was like, you know, because if it was someone of your race, you wouldn't have done that. Right. So don't you like, oh, he got red in the face. He was I, like, well, we did. He was like, well, I'm just, I said, no, what you don't do. I'm the provider. I'm over this patient's care. If I need to go to Dr. Sai, I will go to him. So mm-hmm. you had a lot of those, even someone other than a provider, they would still try to undermine you and think that you're less than them. Right. And I'm just like, but outside mm-hmm. of that, as a black yeah. person within this community, <clears throat> within this healthcare, I have not experienced anything outside of the European mm-hmm. males because when they see someone in their same field, we do have to work as hard, but they feel mm-hmm. threatened, especially when they know how mm-hmm. educated you are. Yeah. So yeah, man. But hey, man, I'm, I'm gonna say this, Malcolm. Mm-hmm. You, you hear me? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hey, man. Thank you for your stories. Somebody needs to hear that. Most definitely. Somebody needs to hear that. Hey, I'm long with it too. Just like you, you gave about a good. 15 minutes soliloquy, <laughs> and I appreciate that because I'm long winded too. I be I have to get it off my chest, man. Almost this definitely. Is therapy to me. Oh, yeah, this is therapy. Let me say something. Keep going. Let me say something before you start. Do you remember the presentation that we gave? Oh, hey, <laughs> hey, but hey, hey, but you know what? Shawana told me not to say this word, so I ain't gonna say it. But my brother, hey, mm-hmm. 
I would <laughs> never forget that presentation. We had a presentation. Sean, I'm gonna give you the backdrop. We had we was in uh I think OBP. Okay. Yeah. And we we was like the only one. Well, I was in the front or somewhere, and I ain't have nobody. Didn't nobody want to stand up with me or whatever. Because I was quiet. I was quiet. I ain't going to blame it on mm-hmm. color or anything. I was just quiet right there. I just like to observe. And then I just saw Michael. I was like, hey, bro, you want to do the presentation? Mm-hmm. Cool. We, hey, we agreed to it. Ain't, nothing, ain't no problem. And just so happened the day we had to do the presentation was the day after the national election. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How about that? I mean, you, I mean, we in Alabama. You could have Alabama be Republican ever since 1976. You could have cut the tension in the room mm-hmm. with a knife. Listen. Man, I would never forget that presentation. Both of us were down there. We hey down there had a green on the on the outfit. We in the green. Uh. We just showed up and he had on blue shirt on, but down. I had a blue shirt on, but down. I was like, and keggy pants. Yep. I was like, boy, this, mm-hmm. this is just too funny right here, boy. You could, you could, you couldn't pay us to do this. You could, but man, but hey, I, I remember well, that. I remember that presentation. And though you know our our European cousins, all the males, because you know prior to that backstory, me and one of the guys at our, you know, we got into it on Facebook because I, Whoa. I said, you know, President Clinton, you preaching. He was like, oh, how can you respect a a president who believes in a Muslim, who's a Muslim. I'm like, but how can you, you know, respect a president who's racist or all this other? Oh, you just a mm. narc? Oh, he called me everything but a child of God. So, you know, when we did that presentation, oh. we showed up. You know, they was asking, you know, if you remember, like, after the presentation, a lot of the females was asking us, you know, especially the females of European descent was like, oh my, why y'all so just, y'all look so nice. And we was like, no, so no dude. reason, no reason. We just happy and then our blue, just, you know, let us know we not blue. We feeling very blue right now. Just very blue. But if, but, in that, <laughs> but if you remember looking at, we were smiling at everybody. But that right section, all the males, all the males, but two, all the males, and it's about 20 of them, sitting up in that one corner, Arms folded, got that stink look on their face. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, with like, we down here no, presenting. Like, I always tell people about this story. And it's just, you know, oh, what you man. go through when you in right. programs in the South and, you know, you experience, you know, you know. Right. So you explain, you have mm-hmm. different experiences than other Exactly. Students. I'm, 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 I'm going to give this some context now. Now, when it comes to the University of South Alabama nursing program, I got to say, now, now I caught a lot of hell throughout their program. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I still love them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hey, how about this? I had gave money back to the program, so can't nobody say, you know, they can they can say whatever they want to say, but when somebody get their own money and time, mm-hmm. that 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 means that's on a different level. So I don't want nobody to. You know, whenever this is released, I don't want nobody trying to frame me or, or, or Malcolm or, or Shawana in, in the kind of Oh, life. no. Don't so get me wrong. We, 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 yeah. USA. Is. I tell people, USA is going to make you a wonderful nurse. The, the instructors. Yeah. So what we went through had nothing to do with, well, 
me personally speaking, had nothing to do with the instructors. I love all the That's instructors. Right. Even one particular right. instructor where they gave you ATLL your first, but I realized, you know, when it gets to the end, because they, they wanted to make sure you were tough. So their there whole program Ooh. is top notch. It's just those who were in our class. And mm-hmm. like they said, you can't screen everybody who comes through, That's right. you know, who comes through. However, USA, I tell everybody, I went to USA, you know, USA is on the map, you know, so like this that USA training, you know, they make sure you critically thinking, you can time management, right. you you can't get, if you got through yeah. USA, you have to work your tail off. That's right, you bonafide. What? So yes, to sir. anyone who, yes, who hears this, USA is a top-notch nursing program, whether you get your Bachelor's, master's, or your doctorate. You're gonna earn it and it's well respected. I I agree with that now. I agree mm-hmm. with that. I, I tell you this, man. When it comes to South, I I didn't know a, a lot about South nursing program until my daddy got sick and yeah, like he was in the ICU at Mobile Infirmary for shit, I would say about two, three weeks. Mm-hmm. And then we had one one of the nurses. Hey, she was an old fine nurse too. <laughs> I remember her face and everything. Anyway, I remember seeing her or whatever, and she he he talked so glowingly about that woman. And uh he was like, Man, I I, I love South Alabama nurses, but this dad the third. I was like, hey. and just the way he just talked about it, I was like, man, you know, because at the time I wanted to be a pharmacist. I said, if I could be anything else, I think I would do nursing. Mm-hmm. Just because you just because you have such a uh, profound impact on somebody when they're at their most vulnerable. So that's that's another reason why I went into nursing because I mean just the impact that nurses had on my dad. So that that was the reason why I got into nursing. Mm-hmm. But um yeah, uh brother Mike, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I got another question for you. Your favorite instructors at USA. Ooh. Mm-hmm. That's hard. Okay. I would definitely, oh, I know. It was going to be Dr. She's Dr. Butler now. Dr. Butler? Oh, yeah. Dr. Mm-hmm. Butler. I wish I would have had a, a better relationship with Dr. her. Dr. Butler, Sandra Butler. She didn't play games. That's right. Young, mm-hmm. wonderful, beautiful. She, I remember, I remember mm-hmm. uh, in Med Surge. Yes. Listen, she knew her stuff. And you can tell those same students that we talked about, they even tried to give her problems because she was a woman of color, a woman of class. Mm. But the fact that, that she knew so much and so young, they still couldn't want to respect her. But her... That's right. Wonderful. Um... Miss Erin, she was my clinical instructor. I remember when I had to do check. Whoa, 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 You talking yes. about Eric Gilligan? Oh, man. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm going to tell your story. Go I ahead. remember doing my um, check on. She was like, oh, my God, you're going to be a great clinician. And I was like, really? Because I was just trying to pass. Because, you know, that, <laughs> they had that crazy requirement. You had, like, made, like, a 90 or something like that. And you can do That's one. Right. You can do one thing and fail. And I was mm-hmm. this on That's point. Right. You know, I gotta get this on point. And 
Like you're gonna be a good right. clinical instructor because I remember the first time I went, I was the patient, and the person mm-hmm. was not doing well, and you know you couldn't give no hints and nothing, or you failed too. And I'm like, Ooh, well, they ain't That's doing right. so well. And then you know, after someone who's not doing so well, you don't want to go behind somebody and you know blow it out the park, but at the same time you get a pass. So I remember her, good clinical right. instructor. I liked her based off that part. Um, Doctor Jordan, no, not Doctor Jordan. What's her name? I think it's Dr. Jordan. She was always, mm. I call her Dr. Smiley. She was always, but I don't mm. know if her name is Dr. Jordan. Um, Miss Freeman, I think Ms. she Freeman. was nice. Okay. Dr. Swanee, I think she was mm. real cool. Swansea, Swansea. Yeah. I'm in the first interaction with mm. her was when we was doing checkoffs my first semester and I, you know, I had little plaques in my head. She was like, oh, you want to be the first one? You know, I like the little cute tour. I was like, these people do not know nothing about ethnic hair. But she was always nice. She was always nice. You know, people of (laughs) European descent, they don't really understand our texture of our hair and the different styles we can have. Um, I'm I'm, going to say this. uh I'm going to say In their defense... They don't have to. They don't have to make a good living. To and, and well, let me let me back up. They don't have to learn about black culture in order to make exactly. a good living. See, we us us growing up, we have to learn about European mm-hmm. lifestyle in order to um kind of find our way, so to speak. If you want to be inside of their house, so to speak, and their employment and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff, but. They don't have to learn about us, so I'm not surprised by that statement. I find it kind of cute. It's bad. Mm. I'm kind of like, <laughs> um, you know, that's kind of cool. You think my hair look look twirls, but let's gonna get this check off. Just wet the dry sterile. That y'all feel people if they take <laughs> their eyes off their sterile feel. But mm-hmm. who else? It was one of my peace instructors. She was real nice. I can't think of her name though. Ooh, I I, I know one. Miss uh, Stacy uh, Berto. Right? I think Is that's she how short? you say her name. Uh, Bert, Bert, Bertolo. She had she was like uh short white woman and she had braces at the time. I don't think you had them because we was in the same same class at I that particular time. And uh you ain't have her. I had her. Ooh, hey! I'm on here, but you know, let me readjust <laughs> my glass. Hey, it's, I like to miss uh, Stacey Berto. I got a picture of her. I don't know where it's at. If I ever find, okay. I'm gonna send it to her. And I, yeah, so I got to Doctor, let her know. Doctor Wright was cool. You know what? I think Doctor Wright is cool. I just got to get back on campus. To where I can sit down, I might need to take her out to dinner. If she would go out to dinner with me, you never know. You know, we go out somewhere, get a nice little steak or something, and just laugh. Doctor Wright was the reason why I passed my first semester. Cause you know, I most listen. <laughs> like I was pretty mm-hmm. intelligent, you know. Throughout high school, I didn't really study. Uh-huh. I ain't, you know, I was like, I ain't got. So I just yeah. wake up, take a test. That's what kind of my teachers know me for. Like, oh, Malcolm, he can fall asleep, wake up, take a test. I don't need to do all that. You know what I'm saying? Good. 
Even mm-hmm. when I went to community the community college, I didn't study for nothing. Like it's just like going here, I take the test, it is what it is. Boom, I get it. You know? And then the first test in nursing mm-hmm. school was pharmacology. You know, thirty five yes, pharmacy technicians. So I was like, you know, farm, you know, nursing school gonna be easy. I got this. So I ain't really studied for farm. Right. I probably stood like three hours at the most for mm-hmm. I went in there. Made an 86 on the first test. I'm like, what? 86? I ain't hardly studying. Oh, nursing, nursing school is gonna be mm. a breeze. Nursing by nothing. That's right. Took that, took that first patho physiology test. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's the right answer. This the right answer. Oh, this the right answer. Like, oh, I got this. Got that grade back 50. I said, oh, I said, what? <laughs> I said, oh, this ain't right. I ain't know. I see. I'm gonna just study. I'm gonna study. I'm gonna study a little bit harder. <laughs> so I remember going out to Destin, just like before the next mm-hmm. test, and I was like, "Okay, I'm." Oh, whoa, 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 whoa! Yeah, you I'm... went to Destin after making a <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. That's that's you know. I ain't gonna lie. I was, I was one of them little cocky people. Like you know, I got this. I yeah, put a few hours into it. <laughs> so I went to Destin for the mm-hmm. weekend before the next test. Study, you know, I was like, okay, mm-hmm. I'm adding like, you know, three, three more hours on top of my already two hours. I try to put in some time. Came back. I was like, okay, oh, that's the right answer. That's the right answer. Oh, that's it. She said that in the book. I got this. Another 50. Mm-hmm. I said, ooh, Dr. Wright, what's going on? She said, Malcolm. Most nurses who come, most students who come here are mostly students who didn't have to study as much. They didn't have to apply themselves as much, you know, because it's kind of like it's a right or wrong answer. She said in nursing school, like that, right. you can have four answers. Two of them can be right, but which one is the better answer? You know, it took me a minute mm-hmm. to get used to that. I was like, what? My, That's right. You no, know, is that right. to have four answers? Two of them can't be right. But then other two can be right, but which one is the preferred right answer? So it took me a minute to kind of mm-hmm. get away from that other type of thinking that I have for the last, I don't know, 15 plus years of school. And, you know, I took the next test. Mm-hmm. I had like a 76. And after that, I was just rocking. I was like, a you know, a BC student because I was like, I'm still working full time, traveling between two different states. And now mm-hmm. I had to really study more because... You can study the material, but you have to look at the context of the question. So she she is the reason what helped me make sure I pass the rest of that nursing program because I had to change my mentality of mm-hmm. how I study as well as how I took tests. And now it's so infectious to the point where I analyze everything I do. Like, okay, it can be a possibility. I tell everybody, right. look, if you have one route, don't always think that's the one route. You just got to search or apply different things to go another route. Because if you do have that mindset mm-hmm. that they have in school, there's only one right answer, mm-hmm. everything else is wrong. Then things in society do make you think, if I can't go this way, there's no other way. But have that nursing mindset, right. no, this may be one mm-hmm. of the correct ways to go, but there's another route somewhere. And then when you put all that select, all that apply mm-hmm. in there, you can really select which way you want to go. That's right. That's right. Ain't open open everything for you. All right. Mm -hmm. Go ahead, Shawana. 
Okay, let's be here. So, yeah, um, how long have you been in Georgia? Oh, yeah, I hear you. Go ahead. Yeah, how long have you been in Georgia, Malcolm? So long, I can hear you. Hello, hello, can you yeah. hear me? Yeah, what what'd you say? Yeah, we can hear you. Okay, I'm not sure if she's on. How long have you been in Georgia? Oh, you, you are, you are. Go ahead, go ahead. Bro. Oh, uh, I'm still here. So, but outside of the nursing career, it's been wonderful here. It, okay. uh, so I said, how long have you been in Georgia? I still like to learn. I still like to give back and teach. That's the main reason why I'm teaching now. It's like just to give people back the information that I had, you know, share that experience at USA mm-hmm. to keep bettering myself. Um, that's one reason why I went back and got my mm-hmm. EMP. You know, it was three different routes. And like one of my mentors told me, mm-hmm. she said, in this day and age, mm-hmm. go to route DMP? that makes the most sense. So with the EMP, you can either go back to school, you can do a fellowship, or you can test out. Granted, some people are all just testing out. That's it. No, you have to have 2,000 hours of ER or urgent care. They prefer you to have ER experience. With 100 hours of CEUs, that's only medicine plus some mm-hmm. skills. So I took that route. I mean, if I have 2,000 hours of clinical training in ER, and I have 100 hours of CEUs, that's equivalent to, you know, going back to school, but I'm basically learning it on a job. Went, took that test, and passed it. That's another thing. You don't see a lot of people, mm-hmm. um, a lot of providers of color within the emergency room, especially in areas where there's a high population of people of color. I agree. Hey, hey Malcolm, how long you been in Since Georgia, 2014. Man? 2014, that's right. That's, I remember you were working at USA, and you were like, man, you've been there like six months, you like, man, I'm going to get up out of here. I had to get up out of here. <laughs> For one, I had, to, hey, uh, I had to be close go to ahead, home. Go ahead. And then, you know, mm-hmm. my floor was changing it up where they was getting rid of all the techs because of the older nurses were complaining about they weren't doing nothing. They useless. Listen, oh I'm like, God. y'all so disrespectful. They kept complaining. So the nurse yeah. manager, she real cool. Her name Nurse Amy. She was like, okay, I'm going to show y'all. Mm-hmm. She took away yep. all the techs. Her, said, you Ooh. all got four to one. You do everything yourself. Ooh, hey, hold on. That was six flow. You already know. Yes, sir. Hey, I, 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 no, absolutely not. Me, well, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna use proper English. University of South Alabama Medical Center and I, um, at that particular time. Man, may sir doing may sir that's a hard that's a hard task. It that's is. a hard task for a new nurse. That's a hard task because man, at that particular hospital, you get the worst of the worst in within Mobile County and surrounding area. That's a hard that's a hard task, man. So I I don't blame you for leaving, man. To be honest with you, you did the best thing for you, and that and that's that's very important. Exactly, it's your career. Exactly. And like I tell people now, you have to, granted, you have to know your own value and your own worth. You have to know mm, that. Speak and on. 
with that, you have to look at yourself as a business. Granted, you are getting a W-2 mm-hmm. from this organization because they're paying you. But like my barber had told me, when it was probably my year after being here in Georgia, he was like, dude, you know, I'm a business. And he was like, you a business. He was like, I got a license. Just because mm. I got a barber license, I can go anywhere I want. He said, just like you, you got your license. I'm like, you right. Exactly. He ain't lying. He ain't lying. I'm glad that, he I'm glad this brother told me to make me realize I am my own. That's business. right. Because at the end of the day, no job can say, oh, well, we're going to take your license away if you're not going to work. No, 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 no. Only my license can be taken is based on my own actions. Therefore, I devalue myself. That's right. Based on my action. But whenever right. you go to any organization, you let people know, I got experience in this. I've done this. I work for this type of organization. This is what I can bring you. What can you provide for me? What do you feel is my worth? What benefits do you have? If this organization is not going to give you something that's going to elevate you, they're not an organization that you need to be a part of. Because at the end of the day, as long as you have those two initials behind your name, you can go anywhere in this country and work. That's why you see a lot of people now doing traveling nursing, mainly because I come in, That's I do right. my three months, my two months, whatever your time frame is, and you gone. I'm gone. You your own business. That's right. I think if you get a 1099 and you allow them to pay you through your 1099, you're definitely your own business. But even if you still just work for a hospital, mm. you have to know your value and your worth. I yeah, recently I'm a 1099 and I work with this company. Um, mm-hmm. and they were like, oh, well, you know, we typically start new grads at this price and that, and, um, then as you get more experience or, you know, this is like our top number. So doing an interview, I said, is that firm? They was like, yeah, they saying that's your PR and then we pay you more. I'm like, okay. So I went on through the interview. Then I went after the interview and I went to, um, the medical director, shouted him for like 45 minutes. And I was like, you know, wonderful company, everything like that. However, I have to financially know if it's going to be feasible, if it's going to be a financial increase or worth my time. Because at the end of the day, I'm bringing you, I'm duly certified. I'm still working for an academic institution that's wonderful, that's given me so much knowledge that I'm bringing forth to your organization as well as to the patients of this community. So I was like, you know, I have to think about it. I have to see what my values were. Got the um, offer letter Mm -hmm. later that evening. They went above what they initially said was firm because they knew. I know my value. Mm -hmm. I know my worth. I know what I'm worth. I know what I'm not worth. And that's still even to bedside nurses. You have to know your value and your worth. If you know you know a lot, sometimes you do have to step away from that med search and get more specialized. And once you get more specialized, you add those certifications behind your name. And then you know when you come up for your annual, no, I need, you know, top dollar for who I am. That's right. Is that for the level of care that you for the level of care and you know people like you make you make sure they know that you are valuable. Mm-hmm. I got it. Well, hey man, we hey, it's, it's been a good interview. I'm a, I'm gonna leave it out. We got a couple questions okay. we'd like to leave out on. 
Hey man, who your who your uh, favorite artist when you ride in to work in the so, morning? Who you turn lately? On, man? Going in, I you know I try to listen to my gospel to get my head right and stuff like that. You know, I, <laughs> okay. Who you listen to? Who you listen to? Lee, so, Lee Brothers. Who I listen who to is? as far as gospel? Um, uh, I've been liking Tasha Cobb lately. I ain't gonna. I've been putting on the Tasha Cobb radio station, so. When it comes to gospel, okay. it's, it's always up there. I really have a true favorite. I've been liking her radio station. But now, when you come to the R&B and stuff, the hip-hop, mm-hmm. you know, I always got to go with my boy Usher. Then, you know, sometimes whoever the latest okay. hip-hop artist. I don't really have a true hip-hop artist because they all start to sound the side the same to somebody. But I... Okay. Mm-hmm. Right here you know, the Jay-Z, Jay-Z, the Drake. Okay. Go ahead. Um, then for the ladies, you know, I like... I like my Tony. You can't go wrong with Tony. Tony. You right. I agree with you. Hey, let me ask you. Let me ask you another question. Uh, activities. What you like to do for fun? Now, since before COVID, COVID is it during COVID or before COVID? Don't. Yeah, doing well, during COVID. I try to go to the gym as much as I can, but you know these people have got a little reckless, not trying to wear no mask. So it's just now going out there, right. spending time with family. Um. Walking this dog. Okay. okay. All right. So I have what a kind of dog. Yorkie. He's a Yorkie Mouser. Ooh. You know what? I'm thinking about getting my kids a Yorkie. So okay then. Okay, you might get you might get help me out when it comes to that. All right. All right then. Hey, let me ask I you. You watch I movies? Do. Who 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 your favorite? Favorite, My favorite uh, actor, I would definitely say, is Will Smith. He's multi. Mm, Why well, he always do he's the good That man needs a, he needs an Oscar. I agree with that now. I agree with that now. I agree with, between him and Denzel. I don't know who needs the more. Uh, well, you know, Denzel's been, I don't need, Denzel's um, been rewarded ahead. his Oscars, um, and everything. He got an Oscar when he was true. a bad guy training that, day. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, uh, I, at the very least when he was the the football coach. What's the name? The, the, the Titan. Remember the Titan? Oh my God, that was a great performance. It was. That was a great performance. You know, that's a, a whole new everybody. Like, that's a whole new discussion. You know, that's a whole new discussion nah. with our you brothers right. and sisters right. been right. shorthanded. You right. All right. Hey, let me ask you another question. Uh, name one thing you would tell your younger self. One thing I would tell my younger self is to read up on stocks. Continue with mm. continue who you are, but educate uh-huh. yourself about the stock market. Building genu- generational wealth. I got. You. Mm, I got, brother Bear. When I okay. tell you, listen, man, listen. Some of the things I know now. If I would have known way back when, way back I, when. I can still been in college and known by some of these things that are now. Listen, you got Tesla that went up from seventy dollars. Listen, you ain't lying. There were everybody Tesla. hollering out, and then you Tesla. just had this GameStop. And I be seeing lately. I've I been seeing yeah, folks talking about GameStop. I when I saw when it's fifteen dollars, I'm like, man. GameStop, and next thing I was like, what's four hundred fit for fit? What four hundred dollars? That's four hundred. You could have made, made a whole bunch Apple, of money. Apple, Amazon, 
You know yes. what I'm saying? So if I was telling my young self, I would like continue on your path, learn about generational wealth, learn about the stock market, um, and don't beat yourself down if something didn't go the way you thought it should go. Okay. Okay. Well, hey, this no last problem, no question problem. right here, man. Name one nurse that you that should be on our show. And, and if you name the nurse, you got to help us get them. The one on the nurse. I, the one nurse. Does it matter their degree or anything of that nature? Don't don't matter that. The one nurse, nurse I would say I is this one girl named Alexis Robinson. When I say this young lady okay. is the epitome of class, determination, and like she's a CRNA now, but when I say you, she's the epitome of just, just been there, done that. She went to HBCU. She's speaking mm. at levels. She just been doing her thing. Now, they, granted, there okay. are definitely a lot of other nurses that have done well. Right, 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 right. As far you as... You're all your bases. You're doing the right thing. She is, like, she is one. She is... Okay. And, and what's her name again? Alexis Robinson. Who? Okay, okay, then. Well, I tell you what, I'm going to hold you to your word mm-hmm. now. When, I'm, when, when we get off of this podcast... I'm gonna hit you up a couple of days okay. later, and we gonna we gonna we gonna see can we get up this. I'm gonna let her oh, know. No. I'm gonna let her know as soon as we get out. Like, look, girl, I got something I want you to know about, and I want you to speak on it, and you know, let you your go. truth be known about your career and life and the pearls, no, the gems, because she is a Delta Delta Five. Mm. She's a Delta Diva. So I said, let your rubies be known. There you go. There you go. Well, hey, man. Hey, man, Malcolm, I appreciate this. I learned something about you that I didn't know. You grew up in Greenwood, South Carolina, the black helmet and the yellow, the yellow G. I didn't know that about you. I didn't know that about you, but I sure appreciate that, man. Hey. We gonna, hey, I'm gonna keep in touch with you, man. We gonna, we gonna keep things oh, rolling, man. Oh, I appreciate oh. it. We gonna have, to, we gonna, we gonna have to have you on another time for another oh, time. Oh, listen, I, I, I'm, I'm there. Just let me know.